what the fuck is good y'all um this is take two because madison had to get up and ruin the first take which was going great but you know what I, every time i have to restart it i always can see that the next take is always better anyway so um the numbers game what is that to me the numbers game is multifaceted now what this means is it's not even what it means what people need to realize is that men and women are different but the same let me say it again men and women are different but they're the same so what i mean is that we both have nature we're the same in that in the fact that we both have a dance that we do we both have a dance that we do for attraction and there's many facets of that dance that are different done differently but they have the same meaning there's so many there's so many things i'm going to talk about on this fucking podcast that i can give you examples on but the numbers game is one of them women develop faster than men that's a fact they develop at 18 our stupid ass develops at 25 and that wasn't too long ago for me so with that being said women play the game differently so they have the benefit of being able to think a little bit more clearly i think their nature is more defined but us in high school strictly numbers there's no depth to it there's no deeper meaning i think we're just trying to compete with ego with strength we're building up our strength why is this important that'll come later but women i think they're trying to figure themselves out I think in high school, especially because they're almost 18, they're trying to develop their idea of strength. They're trying to see thought with nature. They're trying to see what they like. They're trying to, I mean, we all are, but they're trying to see what they like. They're trying to see what they're going to gravitate towards. They're trying to see what appeals to their nature. Men don't do that till later, you know? Um, (laughs) So when I was married, then I got out. You know, there's so much to it. So I didn't have that in high school. I didn't, I didn't, did I have any girlfriends? I had one girlfriend in high school and that wasn't until I was 16. I was going through so much other shit. I was really just kind of a recluse in, in, in a, in a way. Then I kind of got into the streets. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was trying, but I, nobody was going for me. So, um, I just, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't have that luxury. And then when I was 18, I got married, which was short-lived, but I got married. After that, and I got away from religion, I was playing that numbers game. I was playing catch-up. So I didn't catch up. And I had to recognize that the desire to do certain things is still there. I recognize that and I try to be logical. I try to say, well, you know, I don't I don't want to be 18 again. You know, 18 was a painful time for me. Honestly, all everything I went through provided me with so many lessons that I could learn to get through it and love myself, you know, enjoy what I got going on. It's still somewhat do appeal to my own nature. 
So with men, what comes later is that meaning. I don't think it's it's a numbers game being played for men early in an egotistical, uh, underdeveloped male way. But the numbers game, when you get older, depends upon seeing things that are consistent. It is important that men and women play the numbers game because you have to develop your psychosocial or psychosocial, yeah, way of seeing the world around you. Just like you have to develop and grow muscle, you have to develop and grow thought patterns, develop and grow your mind and branch out and understand the world around you. You have to. And if you don't, you're going to be fucked. You're going to continue to make stupid, immature, underdeveloped, you know, decisions, choices. You're going to, you're going to, for instance, men. I think that's where midlife crisis and shit comes from is the fact that you didn't go and live. So there was a guy at the country club. I'm not going to say his name, but he met his fucking wife. He's been with one girl forever. Now, if you find this, that's cool. It's great. It's fucking awesome. I love the idea, the romanticized movie idea. Like, he knew who his person was. And he stayed with her. He stayed with her his whole life. He's married to her. He's in his 40s now. He's successful. They love each other. They work well together. At least on the surface. I don't know if it's a, if it's a bunch of shit going on behind the scenes. But they fucking love each other. And... Man, you know, that's beautiful. I didn't get that. A lot of people, actually, I don't know anybody who got that. I know my parents were, were high school sweethearts. I know uh, my mom and my mom's sister and her husband were high school sweethearts. And they stayed together for years and years. My, You know, my parents stayed together for some time. And then, you know, but that's not the, the, the norm. We need to see something we need to see what works for us and some people are blessed and you know I, I don't mean that in a religious context or anything but they're blessed and they get to they don't have to go through all the bullshit they they found their person and it worked out but it's so rare that it's not the norm for us it's a deviant behavior by definition so we need to see what's out there it's imperative that both men and women do this this isn't game for men this isn't even game for women. It's game for both y'all niggas. So, why is it important for women? It's important because there is an immaturity with women that if they don't have, cons- not even have consistency, if they don't get to see what strength actually is, then they don't develop either. And I'll give you an example. And then I'll give an example of men. I'll give an example of myself, my ex. So there's no, um, there's just no bashing or, or, cause you know, there's some stupid ass niggas come on my podcast and just say, oh, you know, you're bashing her and you're talking about this and you mentioned me. Shut the fuck up, bitch. So anyway, um, <laughs> I didn't mean to go like that, but whatever. So I was moved to be that way right now. Uh, so my ex, like, she had boyfriends. Don't get me wrong. She she had her moments, but she didn't have moments like she should. We we tend to slut shame, which I think is fucking crazy, because we want women to be sexual. 
So why would we make fun of them? That's some lame shit by some beta male ass niggas. And, um, you know, they have to, to see what attracts them, what, what, what gets them going and what is healthy for them. Because just because women are more ruled by their emotions doesn't mean that they're logical. Not, not logical. I'm sorry. I'll say some things generally, but they use their logic too. They know what is good and what is bad for them. They just feel some type of way about it. So you need, you need to see consistency in men too, so that you can make the best decision for yourself, even if it hurts. You know, my ex, she had, I think, two, maybe three, maybe, outside of me, relationships that were serious. And I don't really even just say two, because, that I know of. Because she was, you know, I think she stayed with this guy named Nick for like years and years. They were on and off. Of course, there were some a few people in between. But it was like serious relationships relationships with this guy named Nick. And then it was this guy named Justin. And then it was me. I'm pretty sure. What she lied about like the... Anyway, so... She didn't have major relationships. I think women need to get their heart broken. Just like men need to get their heart broken. But we do this by dating several people. And you just learn about yourself. You discover yourself. And... You know, I, I'll i get to myself in a second. I almost went off on a tangent again. And so anyway, she didn't have she doesn't have the development to see why certain behavior doesn't work for her. For example, she's shocked when somebody cheats on her. Shocked. Nobody wants to be cheated on. Let's not get crazy. But what she would do is. I'm sure that these people were like she said like she said she would demonize them to me just like she's demonizing me to other people but actually to be honest man if she's acting like that I really don't know the truth about them I mean there's been plenty of times I went out to the bar and there was no issues they were there in Pontiac no issues like none they don't even look they're happy they're they're, they're moving on with their lives I don't know about Justin. I think he's actually got locked up not too long ago. But, um, you know, there's no issues. But what she would do is she would say, this happened, that happened. Or why did you break up? Oh, they cheated on me. But then later, I'm like, man, you know, I asked her one time, at what age did Justin cheat on you? Well, not age, but like at what point? Oh, around the six-year mark. So you're fucking telling me the same thing with me? It was the same thing with me? You, it took six years for him to cheat on you. Like I said, they were on and off for like, a, they were dating forever. And so it took six years for him to cheat on her. And it's because they never had sex. If you think that you're going to not have sex and the idea of a relationship is going to save you, you're a fucking idiot. Because it didn't even work for me. And I'm a guy with high moral values. I'm a guy who, my own moral, moral values, I'm a guy who really believes in the sanctity of love and commitment and the idea of a relationship, if you're going to be in one. I stick to my fucking word. So if it took me six years and I cheated on you, it's probably you. And I say that not to not to really pump myself up and put myself on a pedestal. It's just that that's the facts. Men are hypersexual anyway because it's in our nature to procreate the species, which is why we want to fuck constantly. And it feels good. <laughs> so, like, you have to... I think women need to have their numbers up. 
not even just fucking, but getting to know people, dating, to see strength, and to see what works for them. You know, do you think that she had has developed negative behavioral patterns? She thinks that, that withholding sex and weaponizing her sexuality is going to benefit the relationship because she's upset about whatever goofy shit she's upset with. Unfortunately, she has severe anxiety and depression. I don't know if severe, but just let's just say anxiety and depression. So she can have she has she has anxiety based delusions. That's a thing. I've seen it. So she could make up whatever the fuck and get mad and then weaponize her sex against you. And no matter how much we love you, that shit. I I, I got to think about me. Without even saying something funny and ignorant, I, you have to, we I have to think about me eventually at some point. It's like okay, well I spent years worrying about you. Now I I gotta I, I need to fuck. So we're going to look for it elsewhere. Women need to see what works for them. And then it's just funny because I'll talk to a lot of older women and they say that you grow out of it. It's not even that you just grow out of it. It's that over time and being in several relationships, entanglements, you see what works. You see what draws you in and makes you feel like a woman, which makes you attracted to somebody. It's not that you just attraction isn't a fucking choice. It's not a choice. There would be no toxic relationships if, if, if fucking attraction was a choice. Future would have no career if attraction wasn't a choice. Oh, it was a choice. I'm sorry. It's not a choice. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> not only have I done my research, research, but like, I just see it in play all the time. So women have to, to go through these things. Like, I remember uh, one of my chief complaints where she doesn't want me to like Instagram model pictures. And, and then I'd be talking to older women and they'd be like, yeah, well, I can see that. But like, you know, I used to be like that, too, but I grew out of it. And it's just like after a while, it, you see that it doesn't fucking matter. And you see what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Plus, just on a basic humanistic, now, I don't even know if humanistic is the right word. On a basic level, you just don't want to drive yourself crazy about me liking fucking Instagram model pictures. <laughs> Who cares? Who gives a fuck? So that's on the side of women. Um, for, with men, it's a little different. Men need to see what's consistent with women. I think that there's this idea, not I think, there is this idea that men just, we, we want to do the right thing. So women come with way more games than men. And toxic men come with way more games than women because they've seen how shit has played out. I think, in my opinion. Or it could be a lack of, you know, uh, social development and this and that. Anyway. We have to see what's consistent with women, so our game is better. When you see what's consistent with women, you could foresee problems before they arrive. For instance... And I'm gonna use old girl. I love using this girl because I just think it's hilarious. Ba bad, bad, beautiful. But she ain't got no job. She has two kids. That every time she snaps me, they're not in the snaps. Not only that, she doesn't want to go to school. She has no desire to go to school. So, do you foresee any problems coming from that? <laughs> she wants to turn up. 
she's always on Facebook, this and that. Do you foresee a problem? Now, you'll see me on Facebook primarily at night because the kids at my job go to sleep at 9 o'clock. So from 9 to 11, if everything is done, we're just doing flows. Or even if everything's not done, primarily we're doing flows in the back hallway. We're doing uh, safety checks. So every 15 minutes, we walk past patients' rooms. Now, on the boys' side, I think it's like nine people. How long do you think it takes to walk by and look into the room of nine people? So most of our time is doing homework, Snapchatting, social media. So I got plenty of time to be on Facebook. But if you have no job, no none of that, and you're just drinking and kicking and shit, do you really think that there's going to be a problem later? If I'm in a PhD program and I become a clinical psychologist making a shit ton of money and she isn't interested in anything, I need to see that that no matter, I need to be able to judge my own value. That's what's important. Seeing that there are beautiful, not shit women that will cause you problems, heartache, financial issues. I think men have to make emotional decisions as well, just like women. And this part of the game isn't really emphasized. So men get attached to women before we even fucking meet them. We'll have an idea in our head of what it's like to meet them. I know women do too, but men don't talk about this part. We do that with celebrities. We do that with, you know, our dream crush, our crushes, our dream, you know, because we have to work up the, the, the strength to go out and ask a girl in high school or in school. They're sitting across the classroom and we're just looking at them like, damn, this is what it would be like to go out with them. Take them on a date. Have your first kiss with them. We do that too. But we also, if we're in a scarcity mindset, we'll do that. And when we do that, we set ourselves up for failure, even if it's working out for us, because we need to see what kind of behavior is consistent amongst women. It's just a numbers game. We have to, we all have to play it, but we have to play it differently for different reasons. But we all do the same shit. Even cheating. I can't wait to talk about that shit. But men, we just we just have to. Because we can't make our woman happy if that's all we got. If that's our, our prize. Sure, they love hearing it. Sure, it feels good. But it's not the facts when you say that if your woman is your everything, then then that's everything. You got it. It, it can't be like that. Because they're going to, if you're paying attention to your woman more than you pay attention to yourself, they're going to be like, nigga, what's wrong with you? You don't have nothing else to do. You don't have any other passions. They're going to start to look at you like you're a punk. And you need to see why. And I just realized that there's so much to fucking cover. I'm going to have to make a part two. J J Herbal 2015, J-H-E-R-B-A-L 2015 is my cash app. Put some motherfucking money in my account. If you appreciate the podcast, if you're entertained, if you just enjoy listening to me rant about goofy shit, I think it's really interesting. You know, I've done four years of personal social psychology work. I'm in a PhD program for um, getting my master's with a concentration in uh, forensics. And I haven't chosen my um, my concentration for my PhD, probably clinical, maybe neural. Bitch, I know what the fuck I'm talking about is what I'm trying to say. <laughs>